read about this. No, I don't think he was doing something terrible in Ukraine, but it's just so... Why can't politicians tell their f***ing kids, get a job? It's too swampy. Get a goddamn job. It, I mean, this kid, this kid was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. And if Don Jr. did it, it would be all Rachel Maddow was talking about. No doubt. You know, just appreciate conceding that and not saying there is no evidence that Hunter Biden committed any violations or Joe Biden did. I, okay, fine, but you got to admit it stinks. Yeah, so I, I, f- I feel like we could be so much better off if we just shaved off 10% of our partisanship. To not Five might even be Maybe enough. even 5%, where we don't overlook just the glaring stuff. Trump sometimes tweets things that just, you know, or says things presidents shouldn't say or tweet ever. Right. But there's a certain crowd that would never say that. And just like there's a certain crowd that's never going to say what Bill Maher just said. It looks <laughs> terrible that Biden's kid was running that, uh, doing what he was doing at that company. Well, he is one of the foremost Ukrainian gas policy experts on Earth. Or he just has the same last name as the guy who's in charge with of Ukraine policy. In the White House. Come on, just concede that, and we can be friends. By the way, this might be perfect, uh, since you're about to go into some impeachment stuff. I talked to, I won't give a name, because they, uh, but somebody I know who's a big Trump supporter. Was it a whistleblower? No. Somebody I know who's a big Trump supporter just wondered how they felt about where things are right now. Ah. Um, and I said, uh, I tweeted, Trump might be, or texted, Trump might be in real trouble this time. I don't know. And uh, this person said, Nothing will happen, but if he's removed, it's a coup, and this country is no longer any different than Russia. I don't know how much of the tr- the hardcore Trump supporters feel that way, mm. but uh, that would make for some ugly, ugly politics. I think that's almost inevitable. I'm a cockeyed optimist, Jack, to quote the one of the few musicals I didn't hate. What, I'm just a cockeyed optimist? Oh, that's uh, Oklahoma, right? Um and I'm hoping we have a way out of this that isn't just explosively hate-filled, um, but I have my doubts. I mean, I, I'm practically certain it will be explosive and hate-filled. Well, isn't 95% likely the track House impeaches, Senate um, acquits. acquits, and that's it? And I, it takes months to get there? And then what, what happens at that point? It's just a tie goes to the runner and he stays over. Okay. Yeah. The same thing happens if a jury acquits you. You got to go home. And half the country thinks it was uh, railroading, and half the country thinks he, well, both both halves of the country think it was railroading. He should have gone or he should have stayed, depending mm-hmm. on which side you're on. But And we're back where we started. Oh, uh, I have a great guide to watching the impeachment thing unfold, which we're going to lay on you in a second. But just real quickly, speaking of juries, I got summoned for jury duty again Hmm? because they know they got a live one in me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you answer your robocall. Oh, God, there's somebody at this number. Yeah, a little bit. No, this guy shows up every time we send him something. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Although, as usual, I will show up and hope to get on a jury because it is the most interesting thing you will ever do. And as an American, and listen, I know, I know, I know, y'all are cynical. As an American, I say, for God's sake, get do, do your jury duty and do your best. It's one of the bedrocks of our civilization. People are like, oh, I got to get out of here. Here's how you get out of it. I get it. I get the humor. I've made the jokes myself. But when it comes down to it, freaking do your constitutional duty. 
And you'll have great stories to tell, guaranteed, and you will be terrified at how stupid your fellow citizens are. Oh, baby. Just saying. That's not nice. Or it's okay. I'm saying it out of the side of my mouth. <laughs> the inability for most people to reason will shock you to your core. Anyway, wow. moving along. There's a, a gentleman called Byron York. You know, I've never said that before. That's kind of feels good, doesn't it? It feels British. <laughs> that's what's that's what the Brits say. They don't yeah. say name. They say called a man called Byron York. Right. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. <laughs> he is a very smart and fair man that won't come on our show. <laughs> but he is so proud of himself and pretentious and rocking his fake tortoise shell glasses <laughs> that he won't come on our show, and that's fine. I wish him well in all his future endeavors. <laughs> but he did write a very good piece for the Washington Examiner, Eight Keys to the Upcoming Trump Impeachment Handy! Fight. And it is... I need keys, and I thought a half dozen's not enough. It's even... Ha- well, I'll be skipping a couple, because they're Dullsville. They're, they're, you know, really, they're the tortoiseshell glasses of impeachment uh, keys. They're just unnecessary. Anyway. You know Byron York. Tell him and his Wor- uh, Warby Parker glasses, whatever that's called, to come on our show. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, key number one, the cover-up and the super-secret filing system. They didn't keep the rough transcript there on the corner of the desk in the Oval Office. They hid it deep away on a secret server. Well, the White House is saying, yeah, that's because a bunch of our conversations got leaked, so we made it harder to access. Duh! Chris Christie yesterday was saying um, that the president definitely needs to nail that down. The White House needs to talk to the people that make those decisions and know what they're going to say before they get hauled up. Uh, in front of uh, an impeachment hearing. Right, and it would also be handy if there were other conversations on that server, and it seemed to be what they did, at least sometimes with sensitive stuff. Yeah, because if that's the case, they're fine. If that's the case, the Adam Schiff's uh, story is just fiction. It's just silly. Um, And and I will tell you this, and again, your friend who's the hardcore Trump fan is probably going to hate me saying this, but if... That turns out to be the only conversation on that server. My defense, as I'm grilled there in front of the House Judiciary Committee, is, listen, I thought it was really unwise that the president brought up those two things back to back, and I knew it would look bad, and I knew people would make a big deal of it. It never went anywhere. There was no overt pressure on the on the old, what's his name, the Ukrainian guy. It just didn't look good, so we decided, you know, we'd hit, hide it away so nobody leaked it to the press. Well, that doesn't go to the that's, president, though, if he didn't order it. Right, exactly. So that's what I think that's what Chris Christie was getting at. You got to find out who, who did it and why. And if mm-hmm. they did it for the reason you just stated or yeah, for politics. whatever, you got to yeah. fire somebody and get out ahead of it. Yeah. Because I, you know, I don't mind the president looking into the whole Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the prosecutor angle. The more you look at it, uh, the more it's just business as usual. I don't think it has anything to do with the current day relations with Ukraine, honestly. And I just don't think it was wise to bring it up on the call. But I don't think it comes close to impeachable. So anyway. Um, but if you hid the call on purpose, that's a problem. Not if it was politics. If the president wanted to hide the call. But why do you want it hide it? Hit hide it. Hello. Um, well, you'd have to nail down that he hid it because he thought he was doing something wrong. How are you going to do Strong that? Strong arming. I don't it's know. Question of of uh, opinion. Anyway, so the hiding it away was it appropriate? Or, 
Uh, that's so wishy-washy. I'm telling you, when you get to, and I've looked at this as fairly as I can, when you get down to brass tacks on this, this one is very, very wishy-washy. Point number two, what was said on the Trump-Zelensky call? Um, it's, an, it's a rough transcript, as we know, a memorandum of the conversation. They're going to have to interview a bunch of people to figure out what was really said. But listen, I, th- I think that overlooks the way human beings actually are. This stuff has been bandied about so much now. The more you study human memory, the more you understand it would be very difficult for a person who hasn't thought of that call for months to access an original memory, not colored by what they read and what they've heard and the rest of it. So uh, we're back to really, really wishy-washy. Unless there is somebody like Mike Pence who says, all right, listen, I was sitting there in the Oval Office and Trump said, if you don't bring Joe Biden down to get me reelected, I'm going to stab you in the eye. I, was, I remember it as clear as day. Unless it's something that definitive, I don't think, I mean, if the transcript is reasonably accurate, you have, again, the defense of it had nothing to do with the election thing. It's just that it looks dirty. We're looking into corruption and we urged him to look into that corruption. Then again, it's the eye of the beholder. So a former Trump guy was on uh, one of the shows yesterday. And he was in the uh, Department of Homeland Security, I believe. And he said so he was on one of the shows. And the reason they had him on the shows is because he was willing to say that some of the stuff Trump said on that phone call was, was bad. Mm-hmm. He's a Trump guy. And he, he said the whole Ukraine has the server Hillary Clinton's thing that's out there, that conspiracy theory. He said that's got to go. Trump has got to stop looking into that and asking about that. It's we've debunked it ourselves. It just it, it's not real. It's nothing. But um, him bringing up uh, any of that stuff on the phone call, he wasn't he wasn't trying to strong arm him for, for the aid any more than Obama did exactly the same thing. Um, not that much earlier, uh, trying to nail down whether or not Ukraine was too corrupt to give them <clears throat> weapon system. Right, right. It was just a little ham hand. So the thing this Trump. Loyalist, I don't know if you call him a loyalist since he was on the shows talking bad about him, but he's a Trump fan. He was in the Trump administration. He said the part that bothered him the most was that Trump's hanging on to that conspiracy theory about Ukraine and the uh, the email server. Yeah, yeah. He said we looked into that ourselves. It's just nothing there. He's a little quick to believe stuff people tweet at him. It's odd. Yeah, yeah. So more of the eight keys to keep an eye on coming up in a moment or two. How long do you think this plays out over? I don't oh see anything gosh. that's going to derail it, do you? Unless public sentiment really swings wildly the other direction. But. Yeah, no, no. I think it'll probably continue to move forward to a conclusion. Honestly. It'll take months, though. Yes. The earliest if they est- move as fast as they can, it'll take quite a few months. The earliest estimate I've heard is March for a House vote on the Seems realistic, thing. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, That's a gonna long be, time away. There are going to be a hell of a lot of people who need to be grilled in front of committees. That's six and a lot of them away. are going to say, Tuesday does not work for me. I can be there Friday. That's six months from now. And then the next guy is same thing. And right, yeah, I know. Won't that be enjoyable? The NFL season that just started will be over, have been over for a long time. Oof. You'll be well into the next baseball season. We haven't started the playoffs yet for this baseball season. Mm. That's how far away the impeachment thing will actually be. The earliest prediction. Who are your preseason favorites for next year? Wow. (laughs) 
That's rough. Uh, more keys, things to look at on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Finally, police in Indiana are looking for the thieves who stole 50,000 apples from a local orchard. Right now, some kingpin is screaming, You idiots robbed the wrong apple store! I get it. Um, <laughs> I, enjoyed Saturday, I enjoyed Saturday Night Live mostly. I, I hated that they opened with a Trump thing again, but... They Alex Baldwin. They weren't that Trumpy in the news and the rest of the show, so I was, I was happy. But they, uh, they did this bit about, I don't know where it came in the show, because I just kind of dissected it later about uh, apple picking. <laughs> that just absolutely cracked me up. Uh, very, very funny. If you see that, seek it out. It's nonpartisan. It's just funny. So uh, the eight keys to watching the impeachment mess. Number one, the cover-up in the super-secret filing system. That's in quotes, if it was. Key number one, listen to the Armstrong and Getty show throughout. Exactly. Uh, key number two, what was said during the Zelensky call. If anybody can nail it down, if it's any different than we already think. Number three, will William Barr recuse himself? Mm. The Democrats are howling that he should do what Jeff Sessions did um, because the president mentions him in the Zelensky call. Which some reports say Barr was shocked and unhappy about that. Because he had nothing to do with that, didn't know what was going on. Right. Well, the Justice Department spokesman released a statement saying Barr has no role in the affair. Quote, the Attorney General was first notified of the President's conversation with Ukrainian President Zelensky several weeks after the call took place when the Department of Justice learned of a potential referral. That's what we're dealing with now. The President had not spoken with the Attorney General about having Ukraine investigate anything related to Vice President Biden or his son. The president has not asked the attorney general to contact Ukraine on this or any other matter. The attorney general has not communicated with Ukraine on this or any other subject, nor has the attorney general discussed this matter or anything relating to Ukraine with Rudy Giuliani. In other words, the guy mentioned my name in a phone call. It's got nothing to do with me. Now, if you'll excuse me, i got to get back to work. So he's not going to recuse himself. There's no way. And he shouldn't. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, keep an eye on the House non-vote on impeachment. Remember, the House has not voted to have a formal inquiry. That's not in the Constitution that they have to, but they always have. And so what the courts think of that, and if it's uh, you know important, we'll find out, I guess. Do the Democrats focus on the Ukraine thing, or do they bow to the pressure from the AOC crowd and others to get into the emoluments clause and... Russia again? I guess it's some of the things he said to Putin and Owen oh, and, and uh, Fat Kislyak and, and the uh, foreign minister about uh, we're not worried about your election interference. We do it, too, which has come out fairly recently. So whether they go broad or go narrow, um, who gets dragged in by the White House? That's going to be interesting to see. Um, they go through a bunch of possibilities and, and the rest of it. And where does the question of executive privilege come in? There will be court ruling after court ruling after court ruling. Speaking of how long this is going to take on, look, was that a privileged conversation? Which is the idea that the president gets candid and confidential uh, counsel from his people. And he can't drag it out of people. Otherwise, they couldn't be candid and, and you know, mm-hmm. 
and and the rest of it because they'd be afraid they'd get dragged into court over everything they said. Um, the whistleblower, who this is, what they know, what they didn't know, how urgent, incredible, and the rest of it is. And then he says, listen, what the Bidens did will end up being significant, at least politically. If it turns out that the Hunter Biden thing stinks to high heaven, then Trump and his people can say, all right, yeah, it's kind of odd that he brought that up during the call, but you can't deny that there's some weirdness going on. That's there. a good point. So if they, was he a little hasty? Did he tie the two together? Uh, maybe. I want to talk about this later. Don't have time now, but I know, Sean, you're you're just downloading the latest Apple uh, iOS operating system. They, they, they released a new system recently. Have you heard about this whole burner email account feature that it's got on it? Sounds no. fantastic. Wait a minute. So when you sign up for anything, we all hate to give our email address because we know we're going to get bombarded with crap. Um, app, your phone will automatically set up what is basically a burner email account. Yes. That, so when, when you're, you're contacted, it will still work, but you don't have to see it or check it or anything like that for, for spam. So you can sign up for stuff all the time using your, your Apple sure. Burner account, but it'll still work. It's like a gal giving you a fake number. And they handle it all. And the, the reviewer said it works pretty well so far, and they expect it to get better. But that can sounds I, great. Can I use that to tweet terrible things about people I know in real life? Asking <laughs> for a friend. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Lindsey Graham calling the whole whistleblower controversy a sham. Awesome. What do you mean you nearly got trapped in the elevator? What does nearly trapped in the elevator sound like? I was about to get in there and it just started making a huge buzzing noise like as loud as it buzz, 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 and I just got out of it and ran up the stairs. (laughs) Terrified. (laughs) Like a little mouse, hands in the air. I screamed, I cried. They're working on it the other day. Yeah. But did you see the one I rode up in the elevator that's full of stuff? One of the elevators is full of ladders and equipment right, and stuff like that. Right. It's got to weigh a lot and is groaning its way up to oh the top. Boy. That's not good. I'm doing a complete elevator overhaul. I think over the next month, various, at any given time, one of them is going to be under construction. Which is funny because last night at the dinner table, we'd, we were doing Would You Rather. My son's really into various Would You Rather questions at oh dinner. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so I went with Would You Rather be stuck at the top of a. Uh, Roller coaster or stuck in an elevator. And um, everybody went with elevator. And I said, I've always wanted to get stuck in an elevator. I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> Although I've always pictured it being by myself. If right. I'm with other people, it wouldn't be near How as about enjoyable. seven other people? If I'm by yeah. myself, yeah. I just lay down and go to sleep. Take your time. No worry. <laughs> what oh, about two really hot women? No, that wouldn't be good either. Seven other people, including several really sweaty working guys, some woman wearing way too much perfume, a pregnant lady. Not room for oh, it to lay down at all. Two really hot women. You know, real a life. flatulent man. Real life, Michael, is not a Cinemax movie, so we're not going to get stuck on the elevator and they uh, turn to each other and say, you know, I guess the only thing we can do is have sex with this guy. Or not with that vibe you're putting out. Right. Yeah, boy, what a quitter. (laughs) (laughs) Loving an elevator. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee says he expects the whistleblower at the center of the presidential impeachment inquiry to testify very soon. Okay. California Democrat Adam Schiff says that details are still being worked out and that no actual date has been set yet. Meanwhile, over the weekend, Senator Lindsey Graham was making the rounds of the news shows, arguing that accepting hearsay whistleblower evidence about the president's phone call to Ukraine is just not acceptable. Every American 
deserves to confront their accuser. So this is a sham as far as I'm concerned. I want to know who told the whistleblower about the phone call. I want to know why they changed the rules about whistleblowers, not the hearsay rule was changed just a short period of time before the complaint was filed. The complaint uh, sounds like a legal document. Who helped him? Who helped this guy write it or this girl write it? We're not going to try the President of the United States based on hearsay. Every American has a right to confront their accuser. All that stuff is going to come out, man. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm late to this story of they changed the rules. Yeah, it used to be an intelligence whistleblower, and there are formal rules set up because there have been problems in the past, and they decided, all right, we got to protect people if they uncover real wrongdoing. It used to be you had to have personal knowledge of what you're talking about. Just recently, they changed it to, if other people come to you and tell you they're concerned, you can be the protected whistleblower. And that happened just before this complaint was filed, and several people pointed out they've seen lots of whistleblower complaints for the government, and it's a real person saying, I went to the department head meeting, and they said that it's going to cost X amount, but then when it came to the, the, the forms, it said Y amount, and I think that money disappeared. It usually looks like that. This is a carefully prepared, pages-long legal document. Who did that, and why? Whose idea was it? Where did it all flow from? You know, if you're a cynic or or a liberal, you might think that's just clouding the water. But a lot of this stuff is pretty wishy-washy. Do you think we'll know who the whistleblower is at some point? Oh, yes. yeah. 100% yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Howard Kurtz was talking about it yesterday with various reporters, and that question came up, and they all said, oh, yeah, okay. it'll come out at some point. Which... I mean, the person was stationed at the White House as a CIA officer, right. and there aren't many of them there at the White House. So at some point, somebody's going to say, oh, but it's old Bill. Bill didn't like Trump, you could tell. And then a bunch of reporters will look into Bill and knock on his door, and Bill say, yeah, yeah, all right, it was me. You know, I was about to say, of course, if you if you jump into what could be an impeachment of a president as a whistleblower, it's going to come out. But Deep Throat was a whistleblower and didn't come out yeah, until after true. he died. True. For decades. It was a different world. A much different world. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have got an important update. An important update. We have an Michael, Armstrong he's right, he, and Getty 20. Try to listen sorry, to the show. I'm grabbing it. I, I was stuck, almost stuck in the elevator. <laughs> You're <laughs> not. This is not. I, I'm sorry. I, my I, my I mind see. was elsewhere. Here we go. All right. There. He's still trying to recover from the fact that he was almost stuck in an elevator. Whatever that means. He heard a buzzing noise. <laughs> and now maybe it was a bee. An Armstrong and Getty 2020 Democratic presidential campaign death pool update. Senator Cory Booker has decided he <laughs> is staying in the Democratic no, presidential race. In defiance of all good sense. Yes, the New Jersey Democrat had threatened to withdraw if he didn't hit a fundraising goal. His campaign, though, said he hit the goal of raising almost $2 million over the past several days. If I'm a second tier, or in his case, third tier... That's the bottom tier. He's a bottom tier candidate. He's uh-huh. like one two percent. Um, if I'm one of those candidates, I don't know what I do now that impeachment is hit because you're going to get no air. You could come up with the most clever 
angle to get attention and win over people, and it's just not going to make the news. What if Cory Booker's the whistleblower? <laughs> now that would be fair. <laughs> you know, it's not like we just haven't heard of or heard from Cory Booker. Right. He was one of the highest profile people getting into it. We've we've taken a look, Corey. Really, we have. We've kicked the tires, taken a really thorough test drive, but we don't want you. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe impeachment fever is going to die down and it'll come in waves. But I feel like it's going to be the story for a long, long time. And any of these candidates that aren't Biden, Elizabeth right. Warren, or Bernie are going to really struggle to get any attention. One final note, California Governor Gavin Newsom signing a law that will let college athletes get paid for product endorsements. Court challenges to the law are expected because it's going to be a huge change to the foundation oh, yeah. oh, of yeah. university athletics. Oh, yeah. Until now. And is the current the current thing is the rest of the NCAA says, well, you can't participate in our tournaments, right? Right. Yep. And so you're going to you're going to have an NCAA championship for football that doesn't include USC, for instance. Mm hmm. Because you don't allow them to uh, participate? Well, well, right. Yeah. Well, you can't allow them to participate in anything, really, can you, if they're in gross violation of NCAA rules? I suppose rules? not. Will they just not play the games, then? I don't know. No clue. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I think status quo is they kick it around the courts for the next quite a few months. Meanwhile, all I did was write a little check for $50,000 to get my kid on the yachting team. Is that so wrong? He doesn't know a yacht from a BMX bike. Yeah, okay, he can learn. He can learn. doesn't know any more about yachting than Joe Biden's kid knows about Ukrainian oil business. (laughs) Right, exactly. Is that so wrong? Give a young man a chance. I went to a wedding yesterday for the first time in a very long time. I want to talk a little bit about that. What it means to society. I will gladly... Attend the wedding of friends, co-workers who are, who are getting hitched. I was not disappointed to get out of the frequent wedding part of my life. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I was going to mention that, too. Yeah. yeah. There uh-huh. is a period of your life, uh, I don't know what it is now because people don't get married, but it used to be like late 20s, early 30s. It seemed like you're going to five weddings a summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All your friends are getting yeah. married. But uh, more on that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. just introduced that little girl was me yes i know senator okay just checking because i'm not just that little girl i'm also america's cool aunt a fun aunt i call that a funt (laughs) the kind of funt that will give you weed but then arrest you for having weed Can I win the presidency? Probably not. I don't know. Can I successfully seduce a much younger man? You better funt and believe it. Wow. Burr. A little uncomfortable there. That from Saturday Night Live. Also, of course, they had the return of Larry David doing Bernie Sanders, and he doesn't kind of sound like (laughs) Bernie Sanders. He is Bernie Sanders. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was some fine mockery. Yeah. That was pretty good. Opening with Alec Baldwin making that stupid face of his as the crowd roars the approval doing Trump. Okay. 
Treyovs. Come on. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, it was irresistible, I'm sure. But I did appreciate the fact that they took some bipartisan shots, at least. Um. So the latest on impeachment, we'll have that for you where not a lot has changed. Well, I don't think anything's changed since, really, since Thursday, has it? A lot of posturing and blustering. Uh, went to a wedding yesterday. Now, you were just mentioning... Um, you will go to weddings of uh, you know people you're close to or whatever. Absolutely, no problem. I, I just I, hated that five a summertime. You know, back in my younger days. Yeah, so, when you get that period you go through much. where everybody's getting married. And too long. Um, yeah, and they they vary a lot in length. I was just talking to a guy at the wedding I went to yesterday about how I've been to um, uh, Catholic weddings, and I understand why you do this if you're if you're you know if you're Catholic and that's a, a thing for your family. Why you would do this, but they do a full on mass at a lot of Catholic weddings. Mm-hmm. Full mass is part of the wedding, and it's three hours long. Yeah, three full hours. <laughs> I I went to a Serbian Orthodox wedding thirty years ago that might still be going on. Yeah, a buddy of mine <laughs> snuck out from Ohio said he'd went to a Byzantine Catholic wedding oh. where they you put a crown on people's heads yes. and stuff like and that. You walk around the altar three times, and there's. That sounds exciting. Rooms that you step over. Yeah, he said I was, don't even remember. He said it was like a five-hour ordeal, though. Oh, it was astounding, yeah. But, you know, the the point of that, to a certain extent, is just to, to alert everyone, this is a big deal. This mm-hmm. is a really big deal. This is not just a, you know, quick throw-off, hey, this sounds like fun. This right. is a big deal. Right. So undoing it, it would be a big deal. In the eyes of God, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, and yeah, and in, and in society's eyes, it's a big deal. Yeah. So I get that. But anyway, for uh, I was sitting at the wedding yesterday, this wedding, and I was thinking, why am I enjoying this wedding so much more on so many uh, different levels? It is, is it the my age? Um, I'm just older or whatever. Part of it was I, I know both of the people involved. I've known them both for years. I knew them both before they ever got together. They're you knew them independently of yeah, each other. Yeah, okay. and they're and they're they're older. Both both have health problems and have the same neurologist. It's just everybody is so happy that they got together. Oh, that's nice. And it's just it's so great for both of them. And just obviously, like you know, if you believe in this sort of thing, God stepped in on these two people's lives and just made their lives much better than they were before. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Nice. I have been to weddings where. Well, first of all, I've been to plenty of weddings where. I'm I'm with, I'm at the wedding because the person I'm with knows the people. Mm. So you don't even know the people. Nah. You just just have no rooting interest whatsoever. I hope everybody's happily married forever, but you know, I can toss that thought off in like 10 seconds in my head. The rest of it is just I don't know who anybody is. Your only thought is I hope I get back to my DVR before somebody says the score. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dad looks like a nice guy. I've never seen him before in my life. You, know, sure. I just, uh, you don't know anybody. You don't know any place. Those are tough weddings to go to yeah. where you don't know anybody. And then I've been to weddings where I do know the people, but this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Those are my favorite. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. I've been to ones where you shouldn't be marrying her, or she shouldn't be marrying you, or neither one of you should ever marry anybody. Right. And everybody knows it. Yeah, you're both idiots. Yeah, I've been to one of those. Yeah. Neither one of you should ever marry anyone. God, I didn't go to a wedding one time uh, because I it was kind of one of those, and I had the option, and I didn't go, and I really wish I had because a fight broke out where the maid of honor got in a fight with the bride. Wait a minute. Yeah, because it was her sister. She had her sister as a maid of honor. And they got in a fist fight, and I didn't go to that wedding, and I've regretted it my entire life. (laughs) 
That could have been the all-timer. Oh, yeah. Kabooyah, kabooyah. Oh, yeah, because as soon as they started throwing, then the guys got into it. Hey, you know, breaking it up, and then right. you pushed hey, me too hey, much. Hey, careful with her. Fighting. Don't you touch her. It was a full-on brawl. Now, I'm sorry. At what point in the whole uh, rigmarole did the, the fists start flying? They were standing up there. At the altar? Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Even better. I mean, drunken reception <laughs> brawl, excellent. I'm not running it down. The, As entertainment. The bridesmaid. But at the altar, please. Her sister was pregnant, so there was obviously some concern about, you know, the health of the baby with a fist fight going on in a pregnant woman. Oh, but yeah. she had started the fight, if I remember correctly. The sister was the sister of the maid of honor? Yeah. yeah. So the pregnant sister's the maid of honor. <laughs> and she and the wife throw dogs? Was she and the bride throw dogs? Well, pregnant women can get a little, am I right? I've seen, I've got nothing to say. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, so, anyway, so I missed that wedding. So I, dang but this it. one I went to yesterday was just fantastic on every level, and everybody's happy, and it's just it's a great idea. And I took uh, Sam; uh, he's nine, and it's the first wedding he's ever been to. And I thought that's too bad that that's the case because I went; I'd been to a lot of weddings by the time I was his age. Part of it, I lived closer to family, so cousins and all those weddings that 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 he you know hasn't mm. hasn't been part of yet. But it's it's a good thing to experience. You see adults adulting and um. Just the, the, and people having reverence for marriage, which I think is nice. Sure, and yeah. and 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 fam reverence for family and friends and just all of it. The whole thing is, mm-hmm. you know, got a lot of importance too. So I was excited that he was going to. So Henry, his brother, was going to go, and because of his uh, emotional situation, and he's actually getting a medical procedure today, he uh, he ended up not being able to go. But he was planning on going. And uh, but he was really concerned about the kiss. He did not want to see the kiss. Oh, he boy. said, "I don't think I can handle watching them kiss." That's right. You just look down, son. Yeah. Just look down. It'll be fine. Because if if my look wife at your hands, if my, yeah, that's interesting. If my I probably wife, ought to cut my nails. If my wife and I are hugging, he'll walk through the kitchen and say, "Oh, barf." He just he doesn't <laughs> like the he doesn't like the public displays of affection. I'm almost like certain me and Henry could be really good friends. <laughs> but he said, "I can't watch them kiss." And uh, so he ended up not going. Sam was okay with the kiss. He, yeah. said, kiss. he said it wasn't my favorite, but I, I was okay. I watched. And uh, they did something I don't think I'd ever seen at a wedding before. They handed out lyrics to a song, mm. and then they came back up the aisle with that song playing, and everybody sang along. The, wedding karaoke? It was uh, Happy Together by the Turtles. And we all... Oh, that's kind of whimsical. And we all sang like it together, it. and I thought it was fantastic. We had the lyrics there, and that's I really nice. knew, I actually knew the words. But, uh, I mean, it's cookie, but... Having been a DJ, I knew oh, the words of this song. Remember me and you, and you and me. Sure, of course. Have you been to a funeral yet? I remember at one point you disclosed that you'd never been to one. Uh, shockingly late in life, I've I've uh, been to one. My okay. uncle's, right. and that was yeah, not that many years ago. Somehow I avoided funerals my whole life. Are you, you going to show up to yours? It's not up to me, is it? I don't know. It's for the living, yeah. as they say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I expect there will be an airing of grievances. That will be, that'll be a big part of it. There, there are going to be a lot of buts at mine. Listen, he was blanking, but however, very generous fellow though. Can we all agree on that? Oh yeah, that's fairly generous. Yeah, that's somewhat generous. Yeah, exactly. Outside wedding couldn't have been a more perfect day. Oh nice. Got to get lucky with an outside wedding because it could be too cold, too hot, too windy, too rainy, whatever. But we were underneath a tree and a, a bird pooped on 
the old guy that was sitting next to Sam oh, no. at our table, I mean, like, really, oh. covered his mostly white shirt. No, in, no, uh, just, no. Just an unleashing. That's so gross. Yeah. And then then shortly thereafter, pooped on Sam <sighs> in his nice button-up shirt, which he's worn a button-down shirt like twice in his whole life. Right. And uh, this one had poop on it. But wow. wow. He took it in stride, had his hair slicked back, looking, looking good, my son. I was That's very happy. Every outdoor wedding should have a huntsman ready, <laughs> just in case. If there's a bird, a crap it on the guests. Employ the huntsman. Bluey, bluey. I would say we have these things. Now there's blood on the guests. We have these uh, <laughs> reflective streamers we put in our orchard to keep the birds away. It scares them away to, from eating all your fruit. Yeah. They ought to do that at weddings if you got trees. Put some of those in the tree to keep the birds away, at least just during the wedding, so people don't get pooped upon. Or a huntsman. <laughs> we didn't stay for the meal, but you don't want to be enjoying your fish and salad and then there's a big guano right oh, in the middle of your galaxy. plate. Oh, that's not delicious. What do birds eat, too? They just say, I'm I'm seeking a doctor's counsel. A lot of Taco uh, Bell, from what I could see. Is that right? Yeah. Is it? Well, the seagulls who descend on baseball stadiums. Can you imagine eating a little bit of hot dog, a couple of garlic fries? Oh, there's some chili in the rest of it. Yeah, it'll give you, well, inconsistency. To to end on a better note. What could be better than um, when that? you're at a wedding for people that you like and you know they're both making a good decision, as if you know, as if we all know who's making a good decision is not. Yeah. But but you you know you have a, you you just, you're ha- they're happy you're happy for them. It's just fantastic. I haven't been to that many of them in my life that were that where I knew everybody and it was very very cool. Is it distasteful to bet on the duration of the wedding? What if you keep it quiet? Everybody's thinking it at some wedding. The it's wedding not this or the marriage? The marriage, not the wedding. Okay. I'm sorry, the marriage. It's a funny mistake for me to make because I've always said it's not about the wedding, it's about the marriage. But what's the over-under? Four years. Let's all stay in touch. All right? <laughs> I didn't make the line. That's just what the line is. <laughs> what are you taking? Don't look at me like that. 